the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain that every single thing you've been taught by the real estate industry is completely wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And uh, today's topic, uh, I just wanted to tell a little story because I think there's some lessons in it. When I was a brand new agent in real estate, now I got into real estate in 1984. Uh, Some of you weren't born yet, but this was um, uh, when the first year that they actually invented the Macintosh, the Apple Macintosh computer was brand new, which I bought one, by the way, so I'm an early adopter. The other proof I'm an early adopter is uh, when we had a my daughter. I er, very early said, "Let's put her up for adoption." That's a whole nother story. We're not going to go there. But so I get into real estate. I'm like everybody else. I don't know what I'm doing, and uh, I uh, worked for a Century Twenty One. It happened to be the number one Century Twenty One in the state of Arizona. Great company. And uh, back in those days, they would send you downtown to HQ, as we called it, the headquarters, to do this thing called two-in-one training. So two-in-one training consisted of uh, a bunch of realtors in a classroom, and they, are, uh, they have an – it's led by an instructor, and they're, show, they're actually showing 16-millimeter films of people. It's like, this is what I'm trying to do over here. You know, so it was uh, 16-millimeter film training of how to be a real estate agent. And and I, I guess it was, you know, okay. And then uh, they put together this um, uh, flip chart. It was like a listing presentation flip chart and it would stand up and had a little kickstand and then it had, you know, uh, photographs of uh, happy people hugging in front of houses and Century 21 signs and stuff like that. Of course, we're supposed to take that out and use that is our uh, listing presentation. So I am doing a thing. Uh, you know, I'm uh, three weeks in real estate. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just kind of hiding from the people in the office because I know they're going to look at me and go, this dweeb does not know what he's doing. So um, I'm doing a thing called floor time. Now, floor time uh, was a thing where we're too cheap to hire a receptionist, so tag, you're it. You know? So I'm answering the phones for incoming calls off the signs and ads and stuff like that. So an incoming call comes in and uh, the guy says, uh, hey, I'm calling on the house at uh, 8314 East Cambridge. Uh, And I said, oh, are you interested in uh, buying a house in that neighborhood? He said, no, actually, I live in that neighborhood and I'm thinking about selling my house. And I said, oh, well, I'd love to talk to you about that. He goes, well, I'm not really ready right now. And I said, well, let me let me get your name and your 
your address and uh, it, would it be all right if I sent you uh, some information? And he said, sure, that's fine. So I send him uh, the Tommy Hopkins thank you note. Now, Tommy Hopkins was a famous sales trainer. In fact, I just bumped into him in a restaurant the other night in my town. He happens to live in my town. But um, so I, you know, write the little thank you note. It says, thank you for your time on the telephone. In today's world, time is precious. You can rest assured as we uh, discuss the possibility of a mutually beneficial business opportunity. Sincerely, Bob put a couple of my business cards in there, sent that to him. And uh, now, do I follow up with this guy who's a seller? Of course not. I'm a realtor. But he follows up with me. He actually called me back and said, hey, uh, that was very nice of you to send me the thank you note, and I would like to meet with you. And I said, oh, great. Um, I said, uh, when, uh, when can we meet? And he goes, well, could you come over tomorrow night? And I said, uh, well, let me look at my schedule. Oh, what do you know? I'm wide open. Uh, yes, I'll see you tomorrow night. Uh, what time? He says, 7 p.m. I go, okay, I'll, I'll see you at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. I said, okay, well, thank you. I look forward to seeing you. And then he, he says, oh, but before you come over, I just want you to know I can't make any promises because I've already met with – and then he names – two agents. One of them is the most famous agent in town. And, you know, he's got the bus bench advertising. He's on TV. He's that guy. And then he names this other agent who actually owned his own real estate franchise, happened to be an acquaintance of mine from church or something like that. And uh, of course, you know, I go, oh, great, I'm dead. So I hang up the phone. And, you know, what's the first thing I do? Well, of course, I poop in my pants, of course, because I'm panicking, right? What am I going to do? So I, I think when we, when we get done with all that, I, I think, okay, I'm going to have to think of what to say when I go over and talk to this guy. Now, I've never been on a listing presentation before. I have no idea what to do. So I said, wait a minute. I just went to that two-in-one training course. They gave me that listing presentation book. So I pull that out and I you know, look through it and I say, now – I'm going to have to think up words to say to go along with these pictures they have. And then I thought to myself, now, before I had gotten into real estate, which was three weeks earlier, I was a professional photographer. And I was literally the guy that they would send out to take those photos of the happy people hugging in front of sold signs and all that. And I knew that what they did not do is say, hey, Bob, just go out and take a bunch of real estate-related photographs and then we'll think up some words to go with it and then we'll call that a listing presentation. What they would actually do is give the photographer the words and then you would create a photo that fit that. So I knew I was about to do it backwards. So what I did is I got out a legal pad. In case you don't know what that is, I'm holding one right here. Legal pad. So I wrote the things that I knew I did not want to talk about on my first listing presentation. One thing I did not want to talk about is my years of experience in real estate because I didn't have any. I didn't want to talk about all the awards I had not won. I didn't want to talk about uh, you know, all my expertise in, in all these areas. So, so I said, OK, that's what we're not going to talk about. So what am I going to talk about? Well, I work for a company that makes me wear a uh, gasket sealer yellow uh, coat 
to the listing presentation. So I'm probably going to have to explain that, you know, I'm wearing this ridiculous yellow coat because I work for Century 21. So I wrote Century 21 at the top of the legal pad and tore that piece of paper off. And uh, then I said, okay, so uh, what's the other thing I'm going to – so I'm going to tear that off. That's what it sounds like. So then I go to the next page and I say, okay, my particular company, which was called Century 21 Bliss, sounds blissful, um, happened to be the number one Century 21 in the whole state of Arizona. So that made me look good. And back then, Century 21 not only was number one, they were 10 times as big as number two, which was Cobo Banker back then. Cobo Banker wasn't even um, nationwide at that point. So those things made me look good. So I thought, okay, I'll talk about that. So then I wrote Century 21 Bliss, tore off that piece of paper. Then I thought, uh, okay, what else do I, am I going to talk about? Now, I uh, had just graduated from real estate school, so I probably know more about real estate trivia and contracts than the people that have forgot it than been doing it for five years. So I wrote down contracts, and then I tore off that piece of paper. And then I I thought uh, advertising, and I have to talk about advertising. So I write advertising. I tear off that piece of paper. So I just kind of did the topics that I wanted to talk about, and then I wrote down uh, a paragraph for each one of those topics and then uh, memorized it just so I would not panic and have uh, you know full tilt flop sweat when I get there. And then uh, I took the book out and then – took out all those photographs uh, photographs, and then using a technology called cut and paste, which was scissors and glue and construction paper, I cobbled together the pictures that would go along with the topics that I had already arranged in the order that I thought I should talk about them. So then I go on the listing presentation and I and I'm feeling – kind of confident because I, I at least knew what I was going to talk about. And I also knew that I wasn't going to get the listing, so there was no pressure because I'm an idiot and I knew he was list, going to list his house with the number one agent in town and then that or that other guy who was famous. So then I go there and I sit, you know, I sit down at the kitchen table and I say, hey, let me, let me show you some stuff. He goes, okay, him and his wife. And then uh, I go through my little book, you know, and then at the end, I hit him with the close. So you're probably going to want to write this close down, okay, because I would never want you to use it. Uh, I said, so uh, what do you think? He goes, yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. I said, do what? He goes, list the house. I go, oh, okay. So I reach down, pull out the listing contract, start filling it out, get that all done. And uh, I'm walking out the door and I said, uh, let me ask you something. Uh, you had mentioned on the phone that you had talked to a couple of other agents and, uh, you know, you ended up choosing me and I appreciate that very much. But uh, uh, I, I just want to ask you, why did you choose me instead of them? And he goes, oh, that's easy. He goes, you had the book. He goes, you know what? They came in here and they were just winging it. And you know what? He was right. They were just winging it. And what they were doing is they were relying on their years of experience and their stats and all that stuff. And it wasn't the book. 
It was the fact that I had a memorized, literally it was a memorized word-for-word listing presentation on my very first listing presentation. So I think very few agents that are not my coaching students um, have a word-for-word memorized listing presentation on their very first presentation, but I had that on every presentation I did. So I get the listing. Now, I go back to my Century 21, and my buddies are there waiting for me. And for those of you who are men, you understand this, but when when men like to see their friends fail miserably and crash and burn, women will go, oh, I'm so sorry that men don't do that. They go, you screwed up. You're an idiot. So they were just high-fiving each other. So I walk in the door and they said, hey, what happened? I said, I got the listing. They go, what? I go, yeah, I got the listing. They go, you got to be kidding me. I said, by the way, I charged 7%. I got the listing. And uh, they go, wait a minute. They, that guy talked to those other two agents. They named their names. And I said, you know what? I go, this is going to be the easiest job in the world. I'm going to get every listing I go on. <laughs> so, so what it did is it gave me this confidence. And, I, and, I, and of course, that wasn't true. I didn't get every listing I go on. But I immediately thought, how am I going to get to go on more listings? So, so the truth is, uh, I said to my buddies, this is going to be easy. Uh, and the question is, is it going to be easy? Well, yeah, it is going to be easy because I have a memorized uh, make sense in the proper order listing presentation that was not good. But I'll tell you what's hard. What's hard is to be those two guys, one of whom owns a company and that other guy who's the top agent in town, losing a listing to the brand new dweeb that, that you know, just happened to have a memorized listing presentation out of panic. So the reason my company is called Fearless Agent is because I know you're not going to be afraid to present to a seller or a buyer or an investor when you have a killer, crush your competition every single time, listing presentation, pricing presentation, for sale by owner presentation, buyer presentation, and investor presentation, and you know how to present offers in the correct way. When you have all that, you're never going to be in a money-making situation where you don't have the exact right words to say. Now, of course, I didn't have the exact right words to say on my first one, but they were right enough. And I looked professional because it was memorized and I looked like I had a plan. And now, of course, my, you know, listing presentation that I um, coach people on is, is much different, but it was still designed basically the same way. So the way I designed my listing presentation, the Fearless Agent listing presentation, is this. I wrote down a list of every uh, dumb idea, every objection, every crazy thought or crazy thing that a seller has ever said to me that had nothing to do with pricing. So I just wrote them all down. And then I wrote down all the crazy objections, dumb ideas, non-true-isms that are common on the topic of pricing. And then the presentations are designed to crush those objections and those dumb ideas and those crazy things before the seller ever says it. Because once the seller says it, 
then they're going to defend it. So if I can crush those and have them go, oh, yeah, that's right, and then it's their idea ahead of time. So that's how all the fearless agent presentations are designed, and then you just learn those. And, and every fearless agent has this experience. You walk up to a stranger's house uh, where it's a gettable listing. In other words, somebody could get it, uh, and it's a, a saleable listing, you know, that kind of thing, a motivated seller. So they walk up to a stranger's house. They get the listing. They get it at 7%. They keep four, and they get a one-year listing, and then the seller ends up them begging them to underprice the house on day one. Now, that is a experience that no non-fearless agent has ever had in the history of real estate. But it is the experience that every fearless agent always has every time if they're following the the fearless agent plan. So if you're out there and you're thinking, you know, you know, that makes sense to me. Uh, and if you're thinking, gee, you know, I, I think I'm earning less selling real estate than I would be if I had a step-by-step plan and, I'm, and I did things the same every time. If you're open to the idea of having some help with that, if you ever want to learn more, all you have to do is pick up the phone and call me. You can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone. And uh, let's see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do, you know, if it would even be a good fit. So it's again, it's 480-385-8810. I really enjoy talking to realtors and helping them get rich. And I don't want you to think you're ever bothering me when you call me. I got nothing better to do than to make you rich. So don't email me. Don't text me. Always call me. If, uh, if you can't afford coaching and you wish you could, go to fearlessagent.com. Watch our 45-minute free webinar. It takes lots of notes. Uh, go to the video training page. You know, you can always call me if you have a question. And my guarantee to you is that those free videos on our website would be better coaching for free than you would pay any amount of money to any other coach in America. And if you ever have a question, you know, you can always call me because we want to help you. So again, fearlessagent.com. Now, when I get back from my first listing appointment, I, uh, you know, I'm saying to my friends, hey, this is going to be easy. Now what we have to do is figure out how to get to go on more of these appointments. Now, again, this guy called me. So how how many days or weeks? It had been three weeks and no one had ever called me off floor time and said, hey, I'm interested in selling my house. That was the only call that I had had on three weeks of floor time. Well, I wasn't doing it every day, but um, but it was the only time that had ever happened. And honestly, I'm not sure it ever happened again after that. So if you're if you're uh, new or you're getting restarted in real estate and you think, I need to get a steady stream of opportunities to meet with sellers, or if you say, I need to get a steady stream of opportunities to meet with buyers, you know, what are you going to do? But if you have five presentations, listing, pricing, FISBO, buyer, and investor, uh, then you're never going to be in a money-making situation where you don't have the exact right words to say, and you would be eager to get yourself into those situations. But then the question is, you know, how, how am I going to do it? So the way you're going to do it is either by spending lots and lots of money 
on marketing or you're going to use the telephone. Uh, you could go door knocking. You could hold open houses. And there are no other opportunities. So it's going to be you spending a ton of money on advertising. And most people make a small fortune in real estate by starting with a large one. So if you want to spend a lot of money on advertising that may or may not ever work, they, it almost never does, I don't recommend that. I would use the telephone. Uh, I'm not against door knocking, but uh, it is weather-specific. Um, so it wouldn't be a year-round activity or an everyday activity. Um, open houses, great way to get buyers and a great way to get listings. But the telephone probably is going to be, for most people, the, the way to go. And uh, if you're just um, allergic to the telephone, then I suggest you get allergic to money also because that's where all the money is at. So you got to be good on the phone to get to go to be good face-to-face. Now, most people I coach tell me, oh, I'm really good when I get in front of people. I think that's probably not true, but they think they're good anyway. What they mean to say is they're more comfortable when they're face-to-face than they are on the telephone. When you get more comfortable on the telephone than you are face-to-face, then you're going to get to be face-to-face a lot more often. So uh, that's what we teach everybody. So when you go on a listing presentation, <clears throat> you know, you're walking up the driveway and the people are looking out, peeking through the vertical blinds. And what they're doing is this. They're going, up. Oh, here he comes. Oop, here she comes. Uh, and then they say, remember, uh, they look at each other and they go, we're not, remember, we're not signing anything tonight, right? And they really have two things going on in their head. So the question you should always ask yourself is, what is the seller thinking? What must my customer be thinking? And they're thinking two things. How long will this take and how much does she charge? That's what they're thinking, okay? So you've got to have a way of completely getting that out of their head immediately. And that's that's the secret. So you've got to give them something that shows them that this is about success or failure. You you got to show them what's at stake. So every every listing presentation you go on should follow this format. It's a 10-step listing process. I want all of you to write this down. You do a little introduction that gets their head right, shows them what's at stake, that this is about success or failure. You go through a little outline just to make the seller feel comfortable so they say, oh, that's what's going to happen while we're meeting here tonight because that's professional. Then you're going to ask them a series of questions. A series of fearless agent questions are designed in a way that gets the seller to sell you on why they should not use your competitor and they end up selling you on why they should list their house with you and list it tonight and ask you to tell them how to do everything. Then you take the tour of the property. So all the bad coaches out there, which is uh, darn near all of them, they, they start with you taking the tour of the property. That is a biblical-level disaster, okay? N- anybody who knows 
anything about the very basics of sales would know that's n clearly not what you would do first, okay? It causes bad things to happen. So then you tour the property. So it's intro, outline, questions. Then you tour the property. Then you go through your marketing plan. And fearless agents don't do a marketing plan, but we make them think they saw one. Then they make a decision. The seller is going to make a decision whether you're going to be the agent for them or not. If if you are, and they're going to list with you tonight, and only if you are going to be their agent and you're going to list with them tonight, would you ever talk price? Then you do the pricing strategy. Then you ask a closing question, and then you get the SIGI. As my old mentor Floyd Wickman used to say, no SIGI, no money, and then you get out quickly. So uh, follow that 10-step process and your chances of uh, earning your full worth in real estate and getting the gettable listings at full commission for full term and getting them priced right is going to be dramatically increased. So um, what I want you to just think about is this. What, what every other coach teaches is um, kind of high professional narcissism. What Fearless Agent teaches is it's always all about the customer. You care about the customer and the customer experience. So when you're giving high-quality presentations to people, the customer experience is better. Everything in all of our presentations is designed to benefit the seller if it's a listing presentation, pricing presentation, for sale by owner presentation, not to benefit you. It does benefit you. That's a side effect. But it's aimed at the customer. And I'll give you an example. My partner and I were the top producing team of any size for Century 21 in the whole state of Arizona. At never a single time was I ever on a listing presentation and I mentioned that. And it would be tempting to but I don't think there are any other agents that if they had achieved that, they would not mention it on a listing presentation. But I knew something about the seller. The seller doesn't care about me. The seller cares about them, as they should. I should also care about the seller and not about me. So it isn't about me. I make it about the seller. So when you want to never lose a listing as long as you live, this is the secret. By the time you're done with the four questions, which is front-loaded in the Fearless Agent listing presentation, the seller has to know for a fact that no other agent on planet Earth will ever care more about them than you do. The seller has to know for a fact that no other agent will care more about protecting their money and getting their house sold for more money and netting them more money than you do. And when the seller knows those two things about you, it w they don't even have to like you and you're going to get every listing. So whenever you lose a listing, it's because the seller wasn't sold on you being the agent that they have talked to that cares the most about them. They weren't sold on the fact that you care more about their money and getting their, their house sold for the most money as the other agent. So you never have to wonder why you lose a listing. It's always going to be about that. So imagine you walk up to a stranger's house. You know ahead of time you're going to get the listing if it's gettable by anybody. You know you're going to get it at full commission. You know you're going to get a one-year listing. 
and you know the seller is going to ask you to underprice their house on day one. So if you think that that experience would help your cause, then uh, give us a call. So once again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Always, you know, go to, you can always visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a a review of the podcast on iTunes. Uh, You can always visit us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all that stuff. And until next week, I want you to all remember, always do what fearless agents do. Always have fun. Always be humble when you have all these amazing skills. You know, don't be arrogant. Be humble. And most of all, be fearless. Bye, gang. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.